Jesus Christ, Christ the anointed one and his anointing, I pray, Lord, as we open your word, that you will just uh, give me revelation. Give us, open the, our eyes to hear everything that you have for us today. All of you, God, and none of you. In your name we pray. Amen. Is this mic sound as bad to you as it does to me? Can I switch mics? Can I use my wife's mic? That's just bothering me. Is that better? Check one, two. It has to be that mic. I'll leave it on, just turn it down in the house. Is it on now? Can I use this one for speaking and you can just record on that one, but turn the slider down? That should work, correct? Yeah, amen. The, the title of this message is pretty simple. It's titled Fear Not, and uh, everybody in this whole world knows why it's called Fear Not. But the main reason is because God tells us not to fear. One moment spent in fear is one moment spent in sin. God has not called us he has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of love and power and a sound mind. Amen. So I'm going to be just begin. I'm going to uh, describe someone here. Do not raise your hand or point at anybody if it's anybody comes to mind. How healthy is this person? This person makes it a habit to eat and say and do whatever they want. They eat what they want. They say what they want. They do what they want when they want. And this has been all of us probably in different times. I could, I'm guilty of a lot of these. How healthy is this person? Will this person live the life and fulfill what God has called them to do? Likely not if they continue and make that a pattern, right? In 3 John 2, I'm going to paraphrase. It says, Beloved, I desire, I pray that you prosper in all things even as your soul prospers. God wants us to prosper in all areas. And some people only see the financial and some people only see the healing. But God wants us to be complete, whole, nothing missing, nothing broken. That's his desire for us. But we have to have faith to believe to receive from him. Amen? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. Well, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Amen? So that's why we're here today. You guys hungry for, for God? I mean, I am less than perfect to, to deliver, but, but the Holy One is in me. Greater is he that's in me, and you guys can receive. Amen? So some people might even try to have faith when they're eating a donut for breakfast to say, God is going to convert it somehow, and he's going to make that into a nice poached egg and give me the – amen? That's kind of ignorant, right? And some of us – and I'm guilty of this too, binge-watching something on, and uh, getting busy on YouTube late in the night. And next thing you know, wham, I'm so tired in the morning and I'm cranky with the kids. I don't know if this is anybody else, but I know I do it. But the point is, there's times that we say things and do things out of habit that don't really have good fruits. And I know you've heard the saying, garbage in, garbage out. You are what you eat, physically, mentally, spiritually. How many know that we are a spirit being? And we, and we cannot discern this book with our mind and with our emotions, but with our spirit we can discern. This word is spirit, and it, and it divides between the soul and the spirit. So garbage in, garbage out, right? 
You can have, do you guys believe this? You can have what you say and believe. If you're a born-again Christian, you should believe it. It says in Romans 10, 9 and 10, do you guys have that scripture? That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. So you have to have first faith in your heart that Jesus came and died for you, right? That's not alone. Not on that. That alone is not enough. So you have to put your faith in your your mouth. The abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. That's Matthew twelve thirty four. So if you spend any time with anybody, I, I work with a lot of. I'm working around prisoners all the time, and I can immediately tell what their scam is if if they're being authentic, if they're you know, being honest with me and just basically what fills their heart because they're going to, like, spew it out day and night just like all of us do. So I want you to ask yourself, who is filling my thought life? And, you know, as we watch ESPN or we watch CNN or whatever channel we're watching, sometimes we're not even watching the news, and there's a thing called the ticker. It's clicking away. You're watching a sports event, and there's sports coming up that you don't even care about. You know, I, I like... I like football, NFL. I don't really care about baseball, but there'll be sports coming up, women's soccer and kids' t-ball and stuff. There's a ticker going along, and it's clicking away, clicking away. And if we're, we're hearing the news only that's on the TV and not the good news, we're going to be walking around believing the wrong thing, confessing the wrong thing. So if you have, if you're believing the wrong thing and you confess the wrong thing, it's going to cause you to have wrong actions and wrong results. And you're not going to be fulfilling what God has called you to do. And we have a responsibility to hear from the Holy Spirit. We have opportunities. There's no uh, lack of opportunity in this day and age that we can't get near a television or radio, YouTube. We, can, we have smart TVs that we can listen to worship day and night. We can fill our hearts with with God's promises. Let's turn to Ephesians. How many love the word as much as I do? How many know that Jesus is the word? Jesus, as we open this word, we want to see you. More of you, God. Ephesians 6. And we all, we all know this, hopefully. Talking about the armor of God. We're going to focus on 10 through 13. Ephesians 6.10 says, Finally, be strong in the Lord and in the strength of his might. Put on the full armor of God that you may be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. He tells us to stay strong, right? And in 11, he's saying, put on the full armor. Who, who puts on the armor? You do. You put on the full armor that you may be able to stand. We don't stand in our own strength, but he gives us the weapons and he gives us the backing. So we have victory, amen? We don't have to fear. He says that we, so that we may be able to stand firm against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against powers, against the world forces, 
of this darkness against the spiritual forces of wickedness in heavenly places. So what are the schemes of the devil? In John 10, 10, it says the thief only comes to steal and to kill and destroy. And I'm going to quote the Amplified, but I came that you might have life and abundance to the full till it overflows. I like that translation. God has come to give us life in abundance to the full till it overflows. So if you are not living life in abundance, life that's full, you're not you're not really fulfilling. I mean, everybody can live however they want to be till they're satisfied, but I want all that God has for me. When I get to heaven, I don't want God to be like, see all of this? You could have walked in all of this, and you could have been on earth another 50 years ministering, but no, you chose, what did I say before, to eat whatever you wanted to eat, to say whatever you wanted to say, and do whatever you wanted to do. So you wasted time, and I'm guilty. I'm not at my ideal, is it BMI, body mass index? But I, it's a lie from the pit of hell anyway. But I, we, can, we can be disciplined. So we're responsible to keep that armor on, right? We're also responsible to, to do things in the natural in order to see God's supernatural in your life. How many believe that? Sometimes it means you got to show up even when you don't feel like it. Sometimes just showing up. I know sometimes, like, on, especially on my Monday, going into the prison, I'm just like, man, I wish I had some more sick time. I just want to call in and relax and watch some Netflix, and, you know. But once I get there, sometimes just the drive there, getting in uniform and going. But once I get there, it's like, I'm home. No, not really. But I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Sometimes just getting to work, just doing the natural thing. So God has called us to do some things that necessarily aren't easy. You have to decide. Say decide. Decide to put yourself into a position where you can hear the word of God in order to rise in faith. Like I said, Romans 10, 17, it says that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So if you're not hearing the word of God, what kind of faith do you have? Jesus talked many times to his disciples, says, oh, little, you have little faith. And other times he says, I have not seen greater faith. This is awesome. You guys are growing and developing. And that's the thing is, I'm not here to judge anybody because my faith is de dependent on the day, sometimes in the moment. I'm, I'm human too, but... We're supposed to be walking into our destiny, and, and when we, we slip, we fall, we, that's why we have to, like, confess our sins to one another. I talked to my wife, say, honey, I've failed. I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, uh, I'm a clutter bug. I'm a patch brat. And I know, like, I think you are a little bit more than pastor, and, sh and she, you know, iron sharpens iron. There's things that, she has flaws, too. I'm not going to point them out today. Um, but I have a lot more than she does because I've, I've been on this earth a little bit longer. But, but she helps me, and she's encouraging me, and trust me, she hasn't thrown my stuff out when I know that she really wants to. But I will get there. I, I, I will get there. We're a work in progress. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Joyce Meyer, but Joyce Meyer, she has a quote that I use a lot, and it applies to me. She says, maybe you need more backbone and less wishbone. A lot of us say, man, I hear people come up, man, I want to play guitar like you. I'm like, well, what kind of guitar do you have? Oh, I don't have a guitar. Well, then you don't want to play. Because if you wanted to play, you would have it. It's like saying, man, I really wish I had her number. Have you talked to her? Well, no, no, I'm too shy. You got you to step out, step in faith, okay? Have a backbone. Let's turn to 2 Corinthians. 
chapter 4. Are you guys enjoying the word? Father, we thank you for your word. Let's look at this scripture. This comes, we sing, used to sing a song, I'm trading my sorrows. Right? This is the, this is the scripture that I think that was the verse. So 2 Corinthians 4 and verses 8 says, We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not despairing. We're persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. So the four things, the four problems that we have, says we are afflicted. And we live in an hour right now of affliction. We are perplexed. We are persecuted, and we are struck down. But what does the word say? Not crushed. Not despairing. Not forsaken. Hallelujah. And not destroyed. Because of the blood of Jesus. We have victory because of the blood of Jesus and the word of our testimony. What are we testifying? What are we saying with our mouth? And what are our eyes watching? What are our ears hearing? We need to be confessing the word. We have victory. There's three places. I don't, I think, I don't know if I gave you this, the, the girls, but Romans 117, Galatians 311, and Hebrews 1038, they all say the same thing. For the just, say that's me. I am the just. For the just shall walk by faith, or the righteous, it's the same thing. When you're righteous, you have right standing with the Father, as if justified, just as if Adam and Eve had never sinned. Amen? Amen. I don't know if that's revelation to anybody else, but when I first heard that, I got three of something. When you, when you take upon Christ as your Savior, he said, it is finished. Past, present, future, sin. That's not just to give us authority to just go and do whatever we want, live carelessly. We have to be accountable. But we have been forgiven. And the weight of sin is gone. And we, and we have to do, just like we put on the armor of God, Pastor was talking last week, touched on it, James 3. And it talks about taming the tongue, how a small little rudder can can move and correct a, a, a large ship and a small bit can move a huge horse and, and tame it and tell it, nope, not this way, slow down, right? And we have to tame the tongue. It's our responsibility. It's, it, I'm going to paraphrase, but it says something in, in there that if, if a man can tame his tongue, he's like a perfect man. If you can tame your tongue and you can, because there's times that the Holy Spirit will say, hey, that person needs to hear this. They need to hear it. And we miss the opportunity. And there's times that you hear some gossip and you're like, I got it, I want to say it. But the Holy Spirit says, you had better not. And we still do it, don't we? We fail. But there's forgiveness. And we have multiple chances, amen? God has not given up on, on us. So there's no condemnation for those that are in Christ Jesus. Aren't you glad for his grace? His mercy is new every morning. So just like we put on the armor of God, we have to be responsible with our words. Hallelujah. I was listening, I watched T.D. Jakes because I really didn't know how to respond to the coronavirus. And one thing that he said was, believing in God does not mean that you negate common sense. So we're going to use common sense. I don't see a lot of people doing the, the high fives today. There's some things that we're, we're doing in the natural, but we need to focus. I'm just going to focus on the word today, amen, because that's the answer. In John 6, 63, it says, It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit 
in our life. The words are spirit and life because Jesus is the word, amen? And he said that he is the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except through him. And the Bible is speaking to what? Our spirit. And our spirit needs to know that God tells us to fear not. I heard it said once that he tells us not to fear or fear not 365 times. And I don't know that it's completely true because I've been doing some research. But I do know that he says, fear not, do not fear, do not be afraid, do not be dismayed. Be strong, take courage, be courageous over and over and over. In the story of Jairus, which is in Mark, we don't have to read the whole thing. But in, in the early part, he goes up to Jesus because he, he knows Jesus has authority. And he says, my, my daughter's sick. If you just, if you come and lay hands on her, I know that she'll be well. Well, in, he said that. And Jesus was like, cool, I love that faith. I dig it. And, uh, and then the woman with the issue of blood and the crowds surrounded Jesus. I don't know how much time went by. It might have been four, six hours. I don't know. But just before Jesus was going to head, head over there and lay hands on this, this daughter, somebody said, uh, teacher, don't bother. She's already died. And then what did he say to Jairus, the dad? He's like, it's all good. Fear not. Only believe. Only believe what? What did he confess earlier? If you lay hands on her, she shall be well. And there's people that you've lost faith in something that you had once had faith for. And God is telling you, fear not, only believe. Come on back to that place of faith. Come on back to provision. Come on back to wellness. And this has been a long winter for me. I'm telling you, I'm serious. I have been depressed. I've been down. I need some vitamin D. I don't know. It's been a, wrong, a long winter. And, and it's easy to get discouraged, but... I'm telling you today, just getting into the word and, and confess, like I said, just confessing that with my wife and sharing that. She's like, oh, my goodness, I didn't even realize that you've been dealing with this. Sometimes as a man, you want to be like strong and, you know, sometimes we just need to confess, hey, I need you to pray for me. I need you to lift me up. And that's what we need to do as believers. Okay, so help me help you. Let's go to the book of Numbers. guys might know the story of the 12 spies in the promised land. I'm going to jump around a little bit here, so try to, try to follow me. Basically, we know about the, the, la the land of milk and honey. In, uh, in verse chapter 13, verse 17, it says, when Moses sent them to spy out the land of Canaan, right, he gave to, he said, go up there into the Negev and go into the hill country. I'm going to skip down 23. And they came to the valley. And from there, they cut down a branch with a single cluster of grapes. And they carried it on a pole between two men with some of the pomegranates and figs. Can you imagine two guys carrying this big pole and these grapes are like basketballs? And God, that's what God promised them, the land of milk and honey and plenty. So that's what they saw. God delivered on his promise, right? Verse 27. We're going to move around a little bit. On verse 27, it says, Thus they told him, We went into the land where you sent us, and it certainly does flow with milk and honey. And this, this is its fruit. So they showed him. Say, but 
The next verse, it says, nevertheless, you might as well say but. And when you say but, you erase everything. Yes, the fruit was just like you said, but the people who lived in the land, they're strong. Right? So they were moved by not their faith, not what God already said. He says, fear not only believe. That's what he's telling you. Fear not only believe. What was the promise that they could possess the land? Verse 30 says, then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, see, faith and confession. What did he say? We know a lot of Caleb's, don't we? We don't know some of these other guys' names, unfortunately. There's a reason. Caleb said, we should by all means go up and take possession of it, for we shall surely overcome it. He's, he's confessing faith, amen? 31, but. Another but in the way. But the men who had gone up with him, what did they say? Where was their faith? We are not. Say not. Not able to go up against the people, for they are too strong for us. Down in 33. There also we saw the Nephilim, the sons of Anak, are part of the Nephilim, which I believe means giants. And we went, we became like grasshoppers in our own sight, and so we were in their sight. So they had a small vision. They had, they were watching the news. They were watching the ticker, right? They're getting, they're getting blindsided by the world's opinion. All I'm saying, I don't know, I don't know, I'm not saying I'm a doctor, I don't know the ramifications, I don't know much. But I'm not going to be moved by men, I want to be moved by the Spirit of God. Because God has not called us in this hour, this is not like my wife said, she, she didn't hear any of my sermon. But she, you're going to hear some of what you said earlier, you're going to hear it. Because God is not caught off balance, this is not a surprise to him. He's the Alpha and Omega, amen? <laughs> Doesn't that bring you peace to know that he knows the beginning and the end? He is the author and finisher of our faith. He's, he's the author of, my, I'm a masterpiece. You're a masterpiece. You're his handiwork. And he wants to fulfill things in your life. In verse 2 of chapter 14 of Numbers, it says, and, and all the sons of Israel grumbled against Moses and Aaron, and the whole congregation said to them, would that, would that we have died in the land of Egypt or that we would have died in the wilderness? We should have just, we're giving up. This is too much, right? That's what they're saying. That was their confession. I'm trying to point out that you can have what you say. And verse 6 of 14 says, and... <clears throat> Joshua, the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, whatever, of those who had spied out the land, tore their clothes, and they spoke to all the congregation of the sons of Israel, saying, the land which we, they're trying to implore and wake them up, the land which we pass through to spy out is an exceedingly good land. If the Lord is pleased with us, then he will bring us into this land, and Give it to us, a land which flows with milk and honey, just like God promised. Only do not rebel against the Lord and do not fear. Say, do not fear. 
Do not fear the people of the land, for they shall be our prey. Their protection has been removed from them, and the Lord is with us. Do not fear them. Do not fear. Amen? God provided a pillar of cloud by day, a pillar of fire by night. He did all these things. He was so good to them. I'm going to skip forward a little bit to 28. To say to them, as I live, says the Lord, just as you have spoken in my hearing, so I will surely do to you. God is saying you can have exactly what you said. I set before you life and death. Choose life, please. Life is what I want for you. Right? That's what he's saying to us day in and day out. 30. Surely you shall not come into the land in which I swore to settle you, except Caleb, the son of Japhanim, and right, and Joshua, the son of Nun. Those were the only two that had a positive confession, faith confession. 37. Even those men who brought out the very bad report of the land died by a plague before the Lord. Because they said they couldn't, they couldn't receive what God had for them. They could not believe. 38. But Joshua, say but Joshua, and the son of Nun, and Caleb, the son of, <laughs> yeah, right, remained alive out of those men who went out to spy the land. So those were the only two who actually got to see God fulfill his promise. Let, I'm just putting it out there. We need to be confessing the word. Need to watch over our words. You know, God watches over his word to perform it, but we need to fill our words with his word. Because that's what, I mean, God is, is moved by our emotions, but but we pr start praying his word, holding fast to his word. Amen? Hallelujah. This is the part you were saying. God is not taken by surprise with our current circumstances. He's always faithful. Amen? God is in control. God is good. Amen? He has a plan, and he is here for you. God never plays catch-up. The devil does. What the devil does is more visible, though, right? It's something tangible because he deals with our senses, things we can see, things we can feel, right? And, and we have feelings that we can appreciate, but, but God is moved by his word. When we put his word in our mouth, God is faithful. 1 John 5, 4, whatever is born of God overcomes the world, right? Even our victory. Our victory overcomes the world. What is that? Our faith. We live by faith and not by fear, right? So there's some things that God has not done, right? God has not given us a spirit of fear, but one of love, power, and sound mind. For we walk by faith, not by sight. We are not of this world. Jesus said, I came not to call the righteous, but the sinners. It is not those who are well who need a physician, but those who are sick. We do not live by bread alone, amen? But by every word that proceeds from the mouth of the Father. Jesus does not lead us into temptation, but live, delivers us from evil. We do not store up treasures in heaven, but store them in heaven. We do not worry about tomorrow, right? Each day has enough to worry about. 
And we pray, not our will, but yours be done, God. We're saved by grace, not by works. We are justified by faith in Christ and not by the works of the law. God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to receive salvation. Therefore, we do not set our minds on earthly things like the news and social media. Amen. But we set our minds on the things above. Let perseverance finish its work in you. So we will what? not lack anything. We follow Christ. We followers of Christ will not grow weary in doing good because we know that at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. We cannot give up. Amen. We got to press on. Our battle is not against people. It is not against flesh and blood, but against rulers and authorities in high places. Therefore, we will not be overcome by evil. We will overcome evil with good. The Lord is not slow in keeping his promises, and we do not grieve like the rest of mankind who has no hope. We will not cease to meet together. Amen? The Lord is our helper, and we will not be afraid. We will not be anxious for anything. We are more than conquerors. Amen? We are more than conquerors through Christ who strengthens us. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So he says, do not be afraid. Fear not. Only believe. Let's refresh ourselves with the, the word in uh, Psalms 91. You could read this every day. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, for it is he who delivers you from the snare of the trapper and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you may seek refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and bulwark. You will not be afraid of the terror by night or the arrow that flies by day, of the pestilence that stalks in darkness, or of the destruction that lays waste at noon. A thousand may fall at your side, and 10,000 at your right hand, but it shall not approach you. You will only look on with your eyes and see the rec recompense of the wicked. For you have made the Lord my refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place. No evil will befall you, nor will any plague come near your tent. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We praise you, Lord God. When I, when I was studying this, in uh, Psalm 91, 1, it says, abide in the shadow. That, that means to, uh, you shall spend the night, that you'll spend this season, you'll spend this dispensation of grace. Amen? His grace extends towards us. In 1 John 4, 18, it says, there is no fear in love. Perfect love casts out fear. His love for you is perfect. First Thessalonians, we're wrapping it up here. 3.3 3 says, but the Lord is faithful and he will strengthen and protect you from the evil one. The Lord is our protector, amen? It's like when a parent is holding their child's hand. They are safe. It's not the child's strength holding on to the mom or dad. It's, it's the strength of the mom and dad. You try to tear that kid away and you're going to be dead. I'm sorry. Don't mess with my kids. And he 
he looks at us that way. We are his beloved. He first, he, he, he left heaven for each, one, each and every one of us. And he wants us. He's given us the opportunity today. He's like, hearken unto me and listen and believe and do not fear. Don't be moved. So we need to, in this hour, we need to be led by the spirit. Our, we need to be led by our spirit and not our flesh. To be, not to be motivated by fear. And don't be led or, or moved from the left or to the right, but let's keep our focus where on Christ. If we keep our focus on him, then we can rule and reign as he intended. We have so many promises. I mean, if we just can pick one or two every day, just put it, put it on your dashboard, or, you know, put it on your steering wheel, put it on your, your microwave, everywhere that you go. We need to see the promises of God, and we need to confess. Because nothing is impossible for those that believe. And no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. So we need to focus in this hour on the right news, the good news. That we are delivered. Our deliverer is here in us and among us. Do you have time for tithes and offering and announcements? That the next step. Thank you. If you need an envelope, please raise your hand. Our ushers will bring you that. Um, so please continue to be in prayer today. Um, it was just exciting that President Trump has just declared a national day of prayer. I just see the blood of Jesus just going over our world. Amen. Amen. So keep on praying. Hey, if you can fast, that'd be great. Keep on praying. And our prayer night, our third Thursday of the month is this Thursday. So that is the 19th at 7 o'clock. So please come on out and, and pray. Um, <coughs> um, we had a food drop this week. So there is food. There's some on the table. There's some in the kitchen. And um, Priscilla, could you grab, there's, um, um, and Sean, there is stuff in the freezer that can come out and go on this front table. If you guys could do that and pull that up for people. Like, so, so please Take the, there's extra food, so please take that as you need that. Um, we are going to have um, our ushers, as you're walking out, are going to have um, some disinfecting wipes. And so what, what I would like to do, because so many hands make work very light, if you everybody could grab a couple wipes and just go and hit somewhere in the church. Someone take the women's bathroom. Someone take the men's bathroom. Someone take the drinking fountain. And just wipe down surfaces. Then that saves. That will really help. A number of people go hit the Sunday school rooms. If everybody takes a few wipes, we can get this disinfected, a, a, a good jump on it um, for our cleaning lady <laughs> to help her out. Because So flushers, doorknobs, candles, all that, light switches. So if you could do that, that would be great. So they're going to be at the doorway there. Um, Yolanda and Ron, this week we are going to, I would love for you to continue to pray. You saw us praying for you. Yolanda has had a, a biopsy taken of her thyroid. It's been sent to Ann Arbor for a second opinion, and we're declaring the word of the Lord that she is healed. And so keep confessing that and praying for her. Ron is going on Wednesday for a heart cath. We're believing that, that the whatever is it, all any blockages are dissolved in the name of Jesus. So keep them in prayer this week as the week goes on. Um, let's see. If you would like to, there is um, a flyer. The women got flyer in the church got flyers. There is a, a ministry. It is it's it's, it's called 
New Life Christian Fellowship. It is not anything connected with us, even though it kind of has a similar name. But it is a, um, a ministry out of Alpena that has a heart for the eastern UP. God has just put us on their heart. And so they do women's meetings once every quarter. I went to the one in, in Sedangness that was last quarter, and it was just really cool. It's our type of music. They just do testimonies, and they pray for people. So if you are a woman and you would like to attend one of those, I was very, very comfortable. My spirit was very comfortable at the meeting. So I do. it, is, it was a good place. Um, if women, if you would like to do that, so there's a there's a <coughs> meeting on Friday, and then there's another meeting on Saturday. So there's two separate things going on, but they are connected there. Um, oh, um, and ushers, if you could get um, get a, your little um, offering things, we're we're gonna do tithes and offerings up here, but we do have a special benevolence need that if you have a, um, have some offering that you could give above your tithe for a benevolence need that we would like to help with, um, that's going to be at the door on your way out. If you guys could get the little um, the little green offering things there. Um, so, uh, what's that? Not, yeah, no, I think I'm just going to have it as people on the way out just as they have offerings. So, if you would like to go ahead, if you haven't given your tithe and offering, if you'd like to come up and spend some time praying over it as families, please do that. I'm going to go ahead and, and pray for that offering. Lord, we thank you for this service. We thank you that um, you have used Jamie today to, to give the word. And, Lord, we just pray that our ground is good ground, Lord, that it takes root, Lord, of all the things that you wanted through that, that word to get into us and through the praise and worship. Lord, we thank you that we have the opportunity to give and to tithe today, Lord God, because you said that as we tithe, as we give that 10%, that you are rebuking the devourer on our behalf. And, Lord, we are excited to give an offering above and beyond that, Lord, that um, above our tithe, Lord God, that offering, Lord, is out of, our, out of what we want to sow and give into your kingdom. And we just ask your blessing over it, and then you direct every single penny of it. And we call this building debt-free, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Enjoy your day.